This is Big Joe Stasniak from the Fan Morning Show with Jeff and Big Joe on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan, and this is the Tom Britt Podcast. Well, thank you, Big Joe Stasniak, for the intro. You know, I got to meet Joe a couple months ago. He was doing a live dash cam video with us for the 37 Thrives campaign, and uh, he came up. He's such a great guy, so down to earth. And uh, this month, he's actually on the cover of our Brownsburg magazine. So thank you, Big Joe, for the shout-out. If you'd like to leave an intro for my podcast, please just go to my anchor.fm page. You can leave me a voicemail there, but do your own intro. Make it clever. Make it unique. You just have to announce it's a Tom Britt podcast show, and maybe I'll use it as my intro. Who knows? Well, last night was certainly a night of upsets in local politics. Uh, There were a few political races that caught me by surprise. I'm not sure if they did you, but they really caught me by surprise. I think the the biggest slaughter of the night was the Indy Mayor's race. Uh, Jim Merritt just took a bath from Joe Hogsett. Joe Hogsett just thumped him. I think he got 71% of the vote or so. So congratulations to Joe, and and, um, best of luck to Jim. I'm not sure what he's going to do from here, but it's quite the race there. Adam Cox, also a good friend of the family and very active out here in Geist. He lost his bid for the city council seat, so... Uh, best of luck to you, Adam. I know he put in a great campaign, had a lot of support and followers, and he narrowly, narrowly missed that seat. Um, also, I was really glad to see Steve Collier hang on to the mayor's seat in Lawrence. Uh, Steve has just done a great job in the city of Lawrence. If you guys are Lawrence residents on the south end of Guy's Reservoir, you know that Steve has really done a 180 with that city in the last four years. So it's good to see him get another extension on his mayor's seat. Also, um, in local politics, all three school referendums on the north side passed. So Zionsville, Carmel, and Lawrence, they all passed their school referendums, which was very surprising. And Lawrence was actually a little bit of a surprise. That was kind of a big referendum, a 25 cent per per 100 uh, assessment. Um, It's kind of a big deal to ask for. It's the first time they've ever asked for one, but I was glad to see that get through. So congratulations to all the local schools. And it's good to know that our local people care about our schools enough to pay a little extra on their taxes to make sure they're good schools. So thank you, uh, voting public, for that. Also in Fishers, uh, probably the biggest story of all these was the election of two Democrats. Yeah, I said that. Two Democrats that actually won city council seats last night. I didn't think I'd be saying that in my lifetime, but I actually saw that happen last night. Uh, Sam DeLong beat out sitting... City Councilman Eric Moeller in the North Central District. Uh, Eric, I think, is the vice president of the city council currently. And uh, the president is Rich Block, and he got beat last night as well by Jocelyn Vare. Jocelyn uh, has been a longtime city activist and done a lot with the arts here locally in Fishers. And both of them came in. Um, Jocelyn was a bit of a name. Sam has not, she's only lived here for like a year. So for these people to come out of nowhere and uh, win seats is a pretty big deal. So I had a chance to sit down with Jocelyn today and uh, ask her, you know, what she thinks about the upcoming four years in her future. Here's what she had to tell me. Hey, everybody, I have here with me Jocelyn Bear, who just won the first Democratic seat in the Fisher City Council. Yes. Uh, congratulations Thank to you. you. Um, unbelievable night last night. I think I was watching returns come in, and, and when the early returns were coming out, I get 21%. You were the top vote-getter 
of all the at-large candidates. Well, I will take your word for that because I wouldn't look. You wouldn't look? I would not look. I would not look until I said, just tell me when it's over. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't handle it. Well, it was it was quite the night for you and also Sam DeLong. Yes. who also won a Democratic seat uh, in the North Central District. Is that right? Against Eric Moeller? Yes, North Central District. So I am celebrating Sam's win as well to... Democratic candidates, two women joining the city council. That, you know, it's just surprising to me, I guess, and it shouldn't be a surprise, but you guys both ran on a, a policy of um, kind of shaking things up a bit, like, you know, having one party, Republican control of everything. That must have resonated with people when you were talking. It, it really did. And I, I think because our community is evolving, and um, our community is really quite diverse. And so when you take a diverse community being represented by a single small group of people, there's a disconnect there. So I think a lot of Fisher's residents, at least those that I talked to, knew that we could do better. And we're really eager for new voices, a new perspective, and frankly, for their voice to be heard. And to that point, you've started this thing okay. called Listen to Fishers. It's an information line. It's an 888-518-7117 number. Um, what's the purpose of that? What are you doing with that? You know, actually, that was a hotline that we started um, months and months ago at the beginning of my campaign. Because the more I listened to Fishers residents, the more I realized they did not feel that there were enough channels for them to express their opinions. Well, I also realized very quickly that some people were not comfortable sharing their uh, perspectives, you know, in a public place like Facebook or, you know, something like that. So the hotline was, was created, again, months and months ago to just give residents a channel to share information or concerns or questions with me very anonymously. So I'll be honest with you, it's a, it's a you know, 800 number or 888 number, <laughs> but it's it's a voicemail system that just says, you know, leave a message and if you want to disclose your name and or want to call back or an email back, please do. But if you just want to express a question or a concern in a way that's confidential, that's what that was created for. So we're just rolling it over um, to capture, continue to capture Fisher's residents' ideas and feedback. If you get any funny voicemails, would you send those to me? Because I like to put those I on will. my podcast. <laughs> I like to showcase the funny people. I'm happy to say it's been well used yeah. so far. And uh, some people do not disclose their contact information, but many people do and uh, are looking for some information and some information back. So anyway, it's one of many communication tools that I'm planning to uh, really um uh, energize in in the next few days, next few weeks. So talk about that. Um, you know, you really don't technically take office, I guess, until after the right first until year. January. Yes. So what do you do between now and then? A lot of homework. <laughs> a lot of homework. No, I, I appreciate. I've um, very fortunate. I've lived in Fishers for twenty one years. I've been really involved with the community in the last like decade right. or so. So I will say I've I have had my ear to the ground. Um, I do pay attention. I do take notes. I do. Um, I, I've done plenty of homework actually before I even became a candidate. So I have a good head start. Um, but that still means I have a lot to learn. And so I will be cramming for the next two week or two months, um, asking a lot of good questions. And I have to share the uh, current counselors 
have been very, um, already in the last few hours, have been very welcoming to sit down yeah. with me and share with me information and help me get up to speed. So that's yeah. my job. Do you, let me ask you this, do you think that, a lot of people say that local elections aren't really party lines, but I think in this case you'd have to make the case that there were, there was some party lines being drawn because Democrats hadn't had a voice yet in Fisher's. Correct. Um, would you would you agree with that? I mean, do you think the party lines helped you in this case? Well, I think somewhat. I do. I I believe in a local election, the maybe stereotypical party lines are a little muddy. Um, and in fact, uh, in my candidacy, I was endorsed by the fiscal conservatives of Hamilton County. They had never endorsed a Democrat before. They were very brave in in doing so. But in this case, I was the one, as a Democrat, that um, could step forward and challenge some of the uh, fiscal responsibility that had been demonstrated by the current party. And I was able to step forward and challenge that, so that resonated with that particular group and we were in an alignment there. So I think in some ways, the stereotypes of Republicans and Democrats were muddy. However, um, there is also a feeling there are many, many Democrats, people open to voting for a Democrat, people that are independent, people that don't look at political parties at all, that felt that they weren't, even Republicans, I have to say, that just felt that their perspective wasn't being represented. So, Do you think you broke the glass ceiling here and there'll be more Democrats in the future running for these offices? I, I do. I, I hope. I hope that there'll be more Democrats running because I totally believe like the more different perspectives that are being considered, the better the output of the decision that's being made for the whole of the greater community. So I hope so. I also hope, I really hope there's more women running for office moving forward. And lastly, I just hope there's more residents that are engaged and pay attention uh, to what's happening and speak into that and uh, get involved. That kind of brings me to the last point. What is your your mission, if you, will? you had to boil it down to what you really want to do? Is it is it to create more communication with the, with the constituents? Well, that's definitely part of it. I think for me, it all boils down to putting residents first. Um, for decisions that are being made for our greater community, I'm going to be the one asking the question, how does this benefit residents? And I appreciate some decisions will have a dotted line benefit to residents, others will be very direct, um, but that has to be, though that big question, how does this benefit residents, has to be answered first. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you. Congratulations again. Thanks. Jocelyn Vare, everybody, our newest city councilman at large. Yes. And uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, take your oath in January, so congratulations. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jocelyn, and congratulations to everyone who won their local seats last night. Let's hope we all can get along and work together in the next four years for the betterment of Fishers and Geist. Until then, leave me messages on my anchor.fm page. And until the next show, this is Tom Britt signing off. Have a great day, everybody.